Before we start, we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For me, that is the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. And for me, it's the Wurundjeri peoples of the Kulin Nation. Oh, it's coming up to Newsy really soon. Another year's gone by. And what have you done with your life, Angela Benice? What? Sweet F.A. Now, that's not true. That's not true That's not all. true. I've done lots of things. I bought my first home. There's been a pandemic and you've still done things. Oh, my God. I seriously felt like 2019, one of my most favourite years, and it still feels like we've not left it, mm. but we've had two years since then because we've been in a pandemic since. Yeah, it We've has... been in a pan-damn-ick. <laughs> that's true. We have. We have. And it's been a weird... Last two years of, you know, pandemic really started at the beginning of 2020. So we're just coming to the end of 21 and pretty much that's what's filled it. That is wild. And I remember thinking like this time last year, 20, uh, 2020 was obviously so new and wild for all of us being in the pandemic. And everybody was kind of like, yes, 2021, forget about 2020. And 2021 was worse than 2020. And it's just morphed into two years into one. It has. I think this year, the end of 21, we've well, no one's going to make that mistake again because everyone was so, you know, 2020, God, thank God we're seeing the back of 2020. 2021 came along and said, hold my beer. Yeah. So now we're going into 2022. I don't know anyone that's going, oh, thank God this year is over. Everyone's just like, you know what? Brace yourselves because who knows what's to come. Like life, as far as, you know, the climate change and all that stuff, life as we knew it is done. Like it is freezing here right now, freezing. Mm. The flooding and the droughts and the bushfires and the earthquakes and tornadoes around the world. Like we've done some serious damage to this planet and also we have, you know, a novella coronavirus that, has never been around before. Like, we're just really fucking lucky to be alive, really, at the end of the day. But um, I certainly don't celebrate New Year's Eves like I used to. Like, I think it really is a bit of a young person's thing. Like, if you mm. if you can actually get to midnight. Congratulations. Kudos. Uh, yeah, I say congratulations because I don't even make it past 9, 10 p.m. Yeah, you love going to sleep before midnight, don't you? Oh, every night. I like to go to bed before midnight, but even on New Year's Eve. No, see, even if I'm not doing much, I still will always welcome the new year. That's actually one of my traditions. Like, I always do countdown for new year. Like no matter what I'm doing, I'll stay up and be like, five, <laughs> and everybody cuddles and kisses. Like I don't mind that part. That's quite, that's quite endearing. No, and you know what? When I was 31, I'd never, ever gone to bed before midnight. Yeah, I am only 12. I don't think it happened until my late 30s that I actually started going, I'm okay to go to bed in one year and wake up in another. Yeah, especially when it feels the same. I had one New Year's Eve one year. I was working at Channel 7 in Melbourne and I had a friend who was working for Hit FM and in Sydney, so today, and they did a, a competition to fly someone from Australia up and she kind of jerry-rigged it. Like she made it that I won the competition because we were friends and I flew to Sydney and we all went to the rooftop 
you know, party that they had at Today FM and everything. We stayed for like 20 minutes, had two drinks. It was just hideous. And then left and went to the basement, which is this jazz club in Circular Quay. And we had the best night of our lives. There was a band with two drummers. They were that good. Like they were just this massive jazz funk band. And we were on stage with like everyone in the room was having the best time. We left and we went to the nativity scene at St. Andrews. (laughs) And we were taking photos with baby Jesus. And like, it was back in the day when we had a camera. Oh, stop it. There was a digital camera, but you had to upload it onto your computer. The next day I was so hung over that we went to the pool, Boy, Boy Charlton Pool in Sydney. We got there at midday. It was 48 degrees that day. Ew. It was one of the hottest days Sydney's ever had. We got into the pool at midday and we got out of the pool at 9pm. Jesus. <laughs> it sounds awful but it was actually one of the funnest days ever. We got out of the pool at 9pm. We were raisins. <laughs> Kids tried to eat us. We were so shriveled. <laughs> that was your New Year's resolution. You wanted to be a raisin. Remember the day? They, they probably still have it. They have it at the Domain in Sydney. It's a day festival on New Year's, yes, New Year's Day. Um, What's that called? Is it called Big Day Out? No, no, no. That's no. at the end of January. Um, oh, I, I know what you mean. It, yeah. Anyway, th- because it was so hot that day, we were at the pool next to that. All the people from the festival were leaving the festival and coming to the, coming pool. to the pool and getting into the pool in their in their clothes because they didn't have cozies or anything. It was a brilliant day. It was weird. It sounds weird. It was so hot. Every time we listened to the radio or anything like that, people because there was always like old person sitting by the pool with their radio on, um, they were like train tracks are melting. <laughs> Every time I got out of the pool, I would vomit, but I wouldn't have anything in my guts to vomit, so I'd just dry reach, so I had to get back in the pool. Only time I felt good was while I was submerged in water. I feel like this story is the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, there's so much more to this story that I could tell you, Angie, that you would (laughs) absolutely love. You would lap it up, but we just don't have that much time. You turn into a prune, you spewed, train tracks melting. I feel like I'm high. People from the big day out or whatever that festival is called. <laughs> You're in a pool for nine fucking hours. You are mental. Nine hours. You are nine hours. mental. <laughs> I'm going to find those photos. Can I tell you one more story about that? I went I went into the toilets in the middle of the night and, and you know when you in the the girls' bathroom, everywhere, every female knows this, and you just become best friends with everyone. Yeah. In there. And there was a girl in there, and I said, Can I borrow your makeup? I need, I just was absolutely convinced that my makeup had all just sweated off, right? Yeah. So I had, to me, I had no makeup on, and I said to her, Can I use your makeup? And she goes, Yeah, you can use all my makeup. So I just grabbed it and it was – because it was such a dark, dingy bar. It wasn't until I got out. I put all her makeup on my face and my friends were just looking at me going, what have you done (laughs) to yourself? And I'm like, what? And (gasps) it wasn't until I saw all the photos later that I had asked a really pale girl with red hair to use her makeup. And I used to use a lot of fake tan back then. So I had white face. With orange eyeshadow oh. and like a, a brown <laughs> kind of ginger lip. 
I'm going to show you. You have to find it. They're so bad. I will. We need to put it on the Instagrams. I will. I will find them. They are on a disc. Oh, stop it. They're on a disc that says New Year's Eve 2004. Like a CD. A CD disc, yes. It's a compact disc. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to find it. And I'm going to – I've never shown anyone those photos, but I am, for the love of this podcast, am going to – publicly release me absolutely hammered with a pale girl's makeup. It's a must. The people of Australia need to see it. Do you know one year, can I just say what, you remember the Y2, Y2K, the 2000, like do you, what did you do for the year 2000? Because that was the biggest well, I was 10, years so of our lifetime. Nothing. Yeah, but still, if you're alive during the 1999 Click over to 2000. Like we're going into a new century. So no one forgets. Yeah. I remember my mum and dad went to a party and it was a dress up party and they were all like dressed up, obviously. And we had a babysitter and I remember just being wildly disappointed that we weren't invited. But I remember it being like a big, like, woo, 2020. We, 2020, 2000. 2000. We hired a boat. And went on on the harbour oh. and, you know, because we wanted to see all the, you know, yeah, it was really big. As soon as I got on the boat, I started to get um, indigestion. I was burning <laughs> the next eight hours. <laughs> couldn't drink, couldn't drink anything, couldn't even take water because oh, I was burning that, that badly. Indigestion is the absolute pits. When you're out? Yeah, it was a shit news. Everyone was drunk but me. Oh. It's awful. I wanted to bloody jump, jump off that boat, I tell you. That's what I was going to say. Why didn't you just jump off? Should have just ended it right there and then. Yeah. Sharks. Hello, sharks. Yeah, see, I don't feel like I have any riveting New Year's Eve stories. They're always just kind of a last minute. Yeah. Well, oh, I actually remember. I don't know why I should even. It's a kind of weird thing to bring up, but one of the ones that was very stands out in my mind the most is I spent New Year's Eve on a plane to get home to you from the UK. Oh, for my mum. For your mum's funeral. Oh, God. I remember I made it just in time. I made it the day before the funeral. And I remember as I was flying out of London, like fireworks were coming up. And I was like, because I wasn't supposed to come till the back to the end of January or beginning of February, and I just got that flight the day before, two days before, and I flew to you. Yeah, that time of year, like flying in, you you are not that at that time of year, but when you come from the UK to Australia, you're flying back in time. And so going over a New Year's, that would be even weirder. Yeah, it was really weird. And then when I landed, I think it was a day or I think maybe a day before your mum's funeral. Yeah, this because mum's funeral's on the 3rd of January, so you would have arrived on the 2nd. Yes, because uh, I, was, I was trying to go back in time of New Year's, like what's happened and not nothing overly exciting. Well, you know, what? As um, we'll just, you know, while we're talking about my mum, what would my mother say to that? Well, you're not dead yet, doll. You're, you're not, not dead, dead yet, doll. There's plenty more New Year's. Plenty more New Year's to have. <gasps> That's so true. Bless. Hopefully. Two can only hope. Two. And you and I. Yeah, that's it. So that was our special little New Year's Eve episode. It, it feels short because it is short. Just like us, we're short. We're short. Um, we will be back with normal episodes from next week. So please continue to listen to our voices. We just hope you had a really nice 
Christmas. And you know what? No, New Year's, darling. New Year's. We've already had Christmas. Yeah, but you can say, I hope you had a nice Christmas and a happy New Year. Oh, I hope you had one. Yeah, yeah hope I you said had. had. A nice Christmas. How dare you? How, how dare I? Interrupt my fucking flow. I'm a motherfucking star boy, girl. Good oh chat God, to you. Good chat. <laughs> Good chat to you. I'm a motherfucking star boy. Look what you got. I'm a motherfucking star. Look at her face. <laughs> she looks so disappointed in me. I'm taking the dogs to my house. Anyway, hope you had a lovely Christmas and a very happy new year, and we'll see you sex machines in the new year. Woo! Yeah. Bye. Oh, God, I hate that bye. Bye. Bye.